Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 63 of Be With Me in the Book of Acts. And today we're going to really study one passage and specifically like one verse, one word of that passage. Here it is. It's from Acts chapter 9. This caught my eye and my heart today. And uh, we've been in the story of Saul. And uh, Saul has been in Jerusalem after his conversion. And he gets sent to Tarsus. And then there's this one line. It says, so the church throughout all Judea, that's where Jerusalem is, Galilee, that's northern Israel, Samaria, kind of central Israel, had peace and was being built up. And walking in the fear of the Lord and in the comfort of the Holy Spirit, it multiplied. And that word caught me today, the comfort And little did I know that this is a really big theme of the whole Bible. I did a word search on it, and it just went on and on and on. Uh, I'm going to start in the Old Testament, then I'm going to go to the, I'm going to start in the New Testament and then go back to the Old Testament. But just the point is, it's a character of God. Listen to this, 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercy and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in our affliction so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. For as we share abundantly in Christ's suffering, so through Christ we share abundantly in comfort too. So don't be surprised that this is not the only passage because it's an essence of God, the character of God. It's in his DNA, wants us to be comforted so that we can comfort and share in this abundantly. Matthew chapter 5, blessed are those who mourn for they shall be comforted. So comforted, comfort is our hope as well, and sometimes it's our reality. So then back in the Old Testament, he's been at this for a long time. Uh, Isaiah 61, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, uh, dot, 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 to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all who mourn. The Lord has been associating himself with comforting and mourning since 600 B.C. there. And then comfort is associated with the Lord, and then it points in the Old Testament especially to the coming of the Lord, and that's what we're seeing in Acts chapter 31. So this, in a sense, is a prophecy from Isaiah chapter 40. Comfort, comfort my people, says your God. A voice cries in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight a desert highway for our God. The glory of the Lord shall be revealed, all flesh shall see it together. So this is pointing towards Jesus, Jesus being the comforter and now leaving us the Holy Spirit. So it's the person of God pointed to by both the New Testament and the Old Testament uh, that is our ultimate comfort. Okay, now let's talk some real practicality. So in the book of Acts, persecution is starting to happen and these guys get beaten and shipwrecked and all kinds of stuff. And comfort is uh, is delivered by God ultimately, okay? But but practically, it's frequently delivered 
by people. Listen to this, um, 2 Corinthians chapter 7, but God, who comforts the downcast, you know, ultimately sourced in him, comforted us by, by the coming of Titus. So a very practical a person with a name and a body uh, is the one that came alongside of us. So the Lord often uses, uses people. So that's cool. Uh, here's another thing I didn't realize. So many things in the Bible I don't know and don't remember. 2 Corinthians 13, 11, Finally, brothers, rejoice, aim for restoration, comfort one another. Comfort is one of the, the big one another's, which are marquee uh, signposts for what the Christians should be doing in from the New Testament. And then comfort is ultimately for then, we experience a lot of it now, but how about this from 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 16, now may our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father, who loved us and gave us eternal comfort and good hope through grace. So there's an eternal comfort that is com- uh, coming. All right, so here are just some you know, things I learned that uh, and was reminded of that he is the God of comfort. It's his character, it's essence, and it's his DNA. Number two, he's been in the comfort business for a long time, way back in the Old Testament, and pointed a lot towards the New Testament. Number three, he's the source of the comfort even when it comes through people. Number four, he's in the comfort business now in a very real way with the coming of the Holy Spirit. Number five, his comfort is tied up in his person, the person of his Holy Spirit, and then also in his people. Number six, comfort is now and it's then. It's now and it's in eternity. Number seven, it's often delivered by people. Number eight, it is commanded. Number nine, we should seek and ask and depend and call on it. Number 10, uh, practical points, we should find someone to share it with and number 11, let's let's seek these people out. All right, so final questions. Who comes to mind when you think of someone who is a great comforter? Let's praise that person. Second question, uh, think of someone that you could comfort. Let's pursue that person. And maybe just ask, too, I want comfort for and petition, petition the right person who's been in the comfort business for a long time, which is the Lord. So let's praise someone who has comforted us, pursue someone that we can comfort, and petition the Lord to keep in the business of being comforted. I thank you. What a great study today on comfort. Who knew? I didn't. Thanks for listening.